Hi, I'm Casey Kalsman, a 2022 Mirage Challenge scholarship winner, and here's what Mirage Challenge means to me. It means staying true to myself and not giving in to peer pressure. It means saying no to underage drinking and never getting into a vehicle with a driver who is impaired. It means setting a positive example for generations to follow. It means growing old and helping others do the same. I'm Casey Kalsman, and I accept Mirage Challenge. I hope you join me and show that you too are Butte Tough. Today's podcast is presented by Lescovar Honda of Butte. Before we get the show started, I want to tell you a little bit about my Lescovar experience. Not that long ago, my wife and I were in the market for a safe and reliable Honda so we can have some peace of mind as our daughter goes out of town for college. We shopped around and shopped online, but we found nothing but cars with high mileage, high stickers, and no warranty at all. I thought Lescovars would be a little bit too expensive, but we stopped there anyway. To my surprise, we found a 2018 Honda Civic right away. The car had low miles and a reasonable sticker price. We talked to Mike Beckman and I asked, Hey, by chance, is there any kind of warranty on this car at all? I expected him to say, Get out of here. Instead, he said, Yeah, of course. 20 years, 200,000 miles. And I said, What? Get out of here. For a used car? Absolutely. A little later that afternoon, our daughter drove home with her new car and my wife and I have had peace of mind ever since. As we drove away, we looked at each other and said, Why would we go anywhere else? The answer is, we won't. We're Lescovar customers for life. Lescovar Honda is now a proud sponsor of the Buttecast and the Athletes of the Week. Lescovar Honda, home of the 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty. Now, let's get the show started. Welcome to the Buttecast with Bill Foley. It's a podcast about the greatest city in the world, Butte America. Amen. Let's meet the people and characters who make Butte the richest hill on earth. Now, here's my dad, Bill Foley. She is a ray of sunshine who just might punch you right in the face. That is, if you are an opponent in the ring or a sparring partner. We have long known her as Ariel Beck, the ball of fire with a big smile and an even bigger left hook. For the first time this Saturday, she will fight under her married name, Ariel O'Neill. Her boxing match against Stephanie DeGulio of Great Falls will be the main event of the Murderer's Row fight card Saturday at the Butte Civic Center. I will put a link to where you can buy tickets in the show notes. This fight will be Ariel's first fight of any kind in about five years. Ariel grew up on a ranch outside of Deer Lodge, and she was a multi-sport athlete at Powell County High School. She took her rodeo talents to Montana Western, and it was when she was attending the school in Dillon when she got into boxing through pink gloves in Butte. She was an instant success and an instant crowd pleaser. Her boxing turned into MMA fights, and that eventually took her to the UFC and a part in The Ultimate Fighter. Now married and with a son who is closing in on two, Ariel is back in the fighting game. But really, she never left it. Her and her husband, Shay O'Neill, have pretty much been training the entire time. They opened the Copper City Combat Club on Galena Street in April, and the emerging club has been a hit. Some of its fighters will also be on display Saturday during the fight card. At the club, Ariel and Shay train fighters ranging in age from 5 to 65, and they have room for more. So you can join the club if you'd like. Yesterday, I met with Ariel at the combat club for a really fun conversation. 
Listen in as she talks about her days growing up on her ranch and competing for the Wardens. Listen as she tells the story of how Coach Al Cutler had her looking for a left-handed discus during her days in Deer Lodge. Listen as she talks about getting into the fight game and how far it took her. Listen as she talks about being a mom and fighting again after a five-year layoff. This really is a fun conversation. If there's someone you would like to hear from on the Buttecast, drop me a line at full74 at gmail.com. I really do appreciate all the suggestions that have already been pouring in. I'm working hard to get to all of them. I will have a fun time trying, too. Also, thank you for supporting our sponsors. They are the ones who bring us these conversations. Make sure to tell them you heard them on the Buttecast. Now, let's catch up with a fighter who is always ready to give her opponents the onions, Ariel O'Neill. Ariel, good to see you. It's been five years. I just found out. <laughs> five years. Uh, it does. It seems like we were just sitting at medals. We were eating food while you were cutting weight, and John Thatcher was smitten over you. The smiling blonde-haired girl who likes to punch like he does. Right here yeah, we are. I can't believe it's been five years. Isn't that crazy? Time flies. Yeah. Now, what is it about fighters that it's so hard to retire? Because every boxer or fighter has to have a comeback, right? Right. Um, with me, it was like, it was, it's my identity. It's the only yeah. thing that anyone's ever known me as, you know, yeah. for the last, I've, I've been fighting since what, 20, I don't even know. I can't do math right now. <laughs> uh, 2010 was my yeah. first fight. Really? Um, so, you know, I've been fighting for 13 years and it's just like who I am. It's always Ariel the fighter. And, yeah. um, I just, we've been training a lot now that we have a gym and stuff. So I'm like, now's, now's the time I got to do it. Got to give it another go. Yeah, just you, you're training, training people. Yeah, and, and so you, you're like, I got to be in shape. Too, I'm yeah. already training and fighting people all the time, so I'm like, well, I might as well do it myself. Yeah. Now, is this a boxing match or is it an MMA? This one's boxing. Yeah. That's kind of been you like punching better than anything, didn't you? Boxing's always been my thing, and that was where I started and everything. Yeah. Um, we had hoped to have this one MMA, um, but the girl didn't want to do MMA yeah. with me, um, which is fine. A boxing yeah. match, especially for my first fight, you know, in five years, uh, it's a nice little mm. little intro back in. Yeah. So this isn't just a one-time kind of deal, then? You're planning on getting um, back into the game pretty full-time? I would like to at least do one MMA fight. Um mm. I am a mom now. I'm a gym owner, so yeah. I got other things that are priorities yeah. now. So I'm not trying to go to the UFC or trying to do anything big. But um, I haven't had a, an MMA fight since I learned how to do MMA. So it would be fun to show really? everybody else and myself that I do know how to do MMA. Yeah, that that's such a courageous thing to do, though, too, to jump back in the ring. Right, yeah, yeah. right, after you know, five years. Yeah, after I, I had a speed skating comeback when I was a kid. You know, I was... Uh, I remember uh, I thought I was okay. I wasn't good at speed skating. And I took a year off, and I came back, thought, oh, here, I'm going to beat all these kids, you know. And, right. And I got thumped so bad, and then <laughs> I ended up walking away again. I hated, but I hate speed skating. My mom was my, er, like Earl Woods of speed skating parents. Yeah. She wanted us to all be speed skaters like she was. <laughs> my, my brother was really good, but I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. But just coming back and, you know, you kind of, people aren't knowing what to expect, right? They're, mm -hmm. Are we going to see Ariel of, you know, five, ten years ago? Or, are we gonna, or what are we going to see? Right, right, right. And there's two, two people come back two different ways. They come back and do amazing, or they come back and yeah. look like they just got off the couch. So I'm trying really hard to not do that route. <laughs> and, and comebacks are like a boxing thing. Like Sugar Ray Leonard, he must have retired 15 times. Right, you right. Know? And Rocky, of course, we all know Rocky Balboa. Right, he yeah. kept retired and coming back. <laughs> 
but it's just it's just such a boxing thing you know that uh that's why you said you know when tom brady retired he, ret- he retired like a boxer you know he retired right for a, yeah for a couple months and then came back <laughs> it's hard it's hard when it's all you do and all you know you know yeah so are you pretty excited about this because it's saturday it's coming right up yeah yeah this saturday um i am pumped about it super yeah. super excited we've had a great camp you know we've been training hard training a lot i've got some great training partners here already even though we're pretty young yeah um it's a great opponent. It's a great, uh, you know, it's five two-minute rounds, so it's a nice, nice amount of rounds. Um, yeah. Just, just everything is working out. It's all just falling into place, and it's going to be a great show. And you're the main event. Main event. Coming back. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Is, is that? <laughs> are you going to be nervous about this fight, or did you used to get nervous for fights? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Because you probably kind of have to, otherwise you're you're probably insane, right? Right, right, right. We've always said that if you don't have nerves before a fight, then you're not ready. Yeah. You know, like you if you have nerves, it means that you care. You put time. You put effort into it. You know, you care about the result. Yeah. Um, and I have anxiety on top of it, so I have a lot of extra nerves um, yeah. for all my fights. <laughs> you're, you're kind of, uh, I don't know, a ball of fire, really. It's probably the ball best of fire, way to, yeah. Because you, you're always a lot of energy. <laughs> a lot of energy. You don't, you don't sit still normally. Right. You know, yeah, a lot you know, of energy and a lot of emotion. So. <laughs> yeah. And it's good, of course, what better way to get them out than right. to fight? Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's a great little outlet, yeah. for sure. Now, your opponent... That's why I looked at the poster you have on Facebook. Yep. She looks pretty tough. You yeah. Know, to judge a book by a cover. Right. She, she looks really tough. <laughs> I, I How do want, I look? Yeah, you, you, you look amazing. You look tough. Always. But uh, I, I don't want to fight either one of you. <laughs> just based on that photo. Good, good. That's what I was going for. <laughs> is she pretty tough? Um, She is tough. She's very tenacious. She comes forward a lot. You know, she's 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 in it. She's down to fight. Um, I think I'll be able to have a little more, um, like, boxing skill on her. You know, some yeah. angles, some... Some slips, some pulls, some some good stuff. Yeah. But she's definitely all the fights I've seen. She's she's in it. She's down to fight. She always comes forward. So it's yeah. it's gonna be a good show. Is she is she younger? No, she's no. older. Is she? Yep, older in age, younger in the game. Um, yeah. She's been pretty active the last couple of years. I've seen her at a couple boxing fights, some jujitsu tournaments, some MMA fights. So she's been pretty active in the last couple of years, which I haven't. Yeah. Um, but I've got. Yeah, I've been doing it for more years. Yeah, we've been chasing around a little little boy. That's little tougher, boy, tougher than anything, <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, you'll have the home crowd advantage, right? She's where's she from? Your point? Um, Great Falls. Okay, so yep. she's not too far away, but you got a right. you got the Butte crowd. Butte. And, and you've always kind of been the darling of the Butte crowd. And I'm so excited to fight back in Butte again because you know it's yeah. been it's been forever that I fought in Butte. You know, my yeah. last five fights were other states where they were you know yeah. not local um and that was sad that was that was you know i miss yeah. you i enjoy fighting in front of them yeah but we got to watch on tv and everything right you know? yeah that was cool but yeah you were pretty big up there right mini yeah. big deal yeah that was a lot of fun <laughs> yeah and good. uh now your your little boy he's two and a half a year and a half a year and a half okay. yeah his name's axel, axel which I, as i told i'm so jealous of that name because <laughs> i want to name my son axel because axel foley from Beverly Hills Cop. I love and, that. And uh, boy, I got the women in my life just shut that down. That's funny. But it's, it'd be such a good. And my son, his name's Grady. Oh, he, yeah. He really wishes his name was Axel. Really? Funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. We uh, wanted something that not everyone had their names. You know, yeah. it's not, you know, a Matt or a, a Paul or whatever. It's a that, unique name. Yeah. A unique name. So yeah. the Axel knows when I'm yelling at him. It's at him, yeah. not maybe another Axel. And then something that's sad to sound la- or good over a loudspeaker. Because he's going to be doing some sorts of sports or activities yeah. or something. So 
thought yeah. Axel O'Neill sounded. Axel O'Neill. It's got nice a nice ring to strong, it. sturdy name. Sounds like a tough kid. Is he already, yeah. he already got him fighting Already a tough kid. He fights with us all the time. Yeah. <laughs> he loves to spar with his dad. He Does hates he? watching his mom spar. He's definitely a little mama's boy. Yeah. But he hits the bag with us all the time. He loves to roll. He loves to do jiu-jitsu. Yeah. He'll go find his boxing gloves and find my boxing gloves and uh, come fight with me. <laughs> that's, it's probably a little strange for a one-and-a-half-year-old boy to see his mama get punched. Yeah. He is not a fan. <laughs> Scream crying. You, even in, a, in with the gloves on. Yeah, I'm like Axel. I'm like Axel. I'm winning. It's okay. <laughs> He's still just scream crying. Is he going to watch a fight on Saturday? I don't think so. Just because yeah. it's going to be a little late. If yeah, it was earlier, yeah. we would have. Yeah, you'll but... probably be about nine o'clock, right? Rolling out. Yeah, maybe probably later than that. Even later than that. That's my guess. The way shows yeah. they never start on time, you know. So. Yeah, boxers. Yeah, they take. There's a lot of. A lot of, lot of stall and a lot of drama, lot of and then and you get some good fights going. Right. Looks the like fights a great go card. The full, yeah, all the cards or all the matchups that I've seen look real good so far. So Yeah. Yeah. W- when did you decide you were going to box again? Um, August. Really? So yep. So Stephanie fought one of my girls that I train here um, in Deer Lodge in August, yeah. and they had a really good matchup. And then Stephanie had fought Marnik Mann in July, who yeah. just got signed with the UFC. Um so I knew she was like down to fight, you know, higher level people and stuff since she'd fought Marnik and then she fought our girl and did really well at the same weight class yeah. that I kind of fought at. So I'm like, well, maybe we'll just throw yeah. our name in the hat and see if she <laughs> wants to do that one. And yeah. by God, she did. So, yeah. And now the, the, the women in the fighting game is such a big deal now, but it wasn't when you were a kid. Oh, no. I mean, no. there was no women boxers or women. Of course, MMA really was brand new when we were right you know know, back then right 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 but you didn't i mean so you kind of got in it uh you weren't didn't grow up wanting to be a fighter nope 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 didn't even and you don't seem like the kind of person who even got in any kind of fights in school nope anything didn't i seem like you got i bet you got along with everybody yeah oh yeah i was maria sunshine (laughs) yeah friends we're all friends (laughs) yeah and you grew up in deer lodge grew up in deer lodge on a ranch you know so i just like grew up tough you know getting beat up by cows and stuff i've never met a ranch kid that wasn't kind of tough right yeah you have to be yeah otherwise you're gonna you gotta learn to get up early do hard work all day right right throwing bales and stuff you know like i'm hucking bales and cows around so yeah. You're fighting girls your same size, it's kind of nice. Yeah, and was it were you in college? Is that when you decided when you got into the boxing? Yes, yep. I was in college in Dillon. One of my friend's mom taught um, pink gloves boxing, like non contact fitness for women. Um, yeah. here in Butte, so I would drive from Dillon to Butte once a week and do that in the Y, the old Y, the old YMCA up on Park, the old yeah. Y up on Park. There was like water leaking in the corner. We had like a little <laughs> Bratz radio that had one CD in yeah. it. and um, that's where we started and I thought I could punch hard and it's like, I, I want to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So then I went to Anaconda from there to Chris Eamon. He was my first official coach. And he's a great trainer, isn't he? Yeah. Chris could teach great. anything, any kind of martial arts, boxing. Yep. And just such a great person, you know, yeah. he's just about the sport, wants to help grow the sport, do anything for the sport. Yeah. He's great. And he seems like a guy who's also never been in a fight in his life that wasn't like sanctioned in a ring. Right, right. Because you know, he's I don't just think too you nice could of a make guy. Him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just an easy, easy going temperament. Very nice. Very chill. Very, yep. Gentle. Yeah. And he, he was your first boxing coach. Then, yep. Huh? Yep. Went to Anaconda from there and tried it out. And Did you just fall? Was it just love at first sight when you get in that ring? Yep. Especially when yeah. you're knocking people out, because you won all the time. 
So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. I did super good towards yeah. the beginning. Um, my amateur record is fourteen and six, so it's not like amazing, yeah. but um, I just had hard hands, you know. So yeah. a lot of them were like knockouts, first round knockouts, or whatever. And even when I went into MMA, I had a couple first round knockouts, and I was like, man, yeah. it's like these hands, they got <laughs> some power. Um, and then girls started laying on me, so that's when I figured I had to learn jiu-jitsu and yeah. the rest of the story yeah there's just so much especially when you get in the mma like that there's so much so many different you got to be so well-rounded right because if you got any kind of weakness at all it's going to be exposed yep yep 100 percent. that's exactly what happened to me when i fought lower level girls you know i could get away with just just punching them and my plan when i got down or if i got taken down was just get back up yeah and it's like it's not that easy once it comes down to it and people are landing you and it's like just get back up yeah shoot there, there can't be a cooler feeling than to knock someone down, not knock them out, right? With it's, the punch, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Did you knock someone out in your first fight? Um, my first fight, I didn't. My first fight went the full distance. It was mm. in Shoto on the Fourth of July. They have a Fourth of July card yeah. in the arena up there, um, and that was my first fight. And that one went the distance, but I won that one. And then my second one, um, a girl like jump roped for like an hour before <laughs> our tur before our match and I was like, oh my gosh, like that's intimidating. She's just sitting there jump rope jumping jump rope the whole time. Yeah. And I was like, I'm tired just watching her. Yeah. She's got like tree trunks for legs, you yeah. know? And then she like she had real good cardio and she beat me up for three rounds and I was like, gotta learn how to jump rope. Got yeah. it. So, so you're a good jump roper now? I am a good jump roper now. Yep. <laughs> Thanks to that fight. Did you do the cross and everything like Rocky? You, you know? betcha. Yeah, because I never could. I like to get fancy with it. Whenever I tried to just normal jump rope, I would end up falling down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it happens. It's okay. Yeah. But uh, it's what a great exercise. I remember yeah. Remember our gym teachers talking about it. There's might not be a better exercise to do than jump and rope. Right, right. You get your heart going real quick. Yeah, you know? it's nice and mindless, too. Sometimes I just don't want to think about what I have to do or whatever. I'm yeah. like, just grab a jump rope, turn a good song on, and jump. Yeah. It's good. Shop where the champions shop. Dig City Supply is now the official online retailer of Montana Tech Athletics, and you're home to everything or diggers. But that's just where we start. We've got Uptown's largest selection of Butte High and Butte Central apparel, as well as all the area elementary schools. And while you're in, be sure to check out our special line of gear that we call the Butte Icon Collection. We've partnered with some cherished Butte businesses and organizations to create some fun, nostalgic designs celebrating all the awesomeness that we have right here in town. Wear your pride from Dig City Supply, the official online retailer of Montana Tech Athletics. Uptown Butte at 43 West Park Street and online at digcitysupply.com. Lone Peak Physical Therapy is your premier privately owned physical therapy, occupational therapy, certified hand therapy, pelvic health, and personal training facility located right here in beautiful Butte, Montana. With over 21 years of experience, our team here at Lone Peak is hyper-focused on you, your goals, and finding a way to help you get better, faster. We provide one-on-one -on -one care with the highest quality specialized services. Are you tired of dealing with your low back pain, arthritis, carpal tunnel, neck pain, headaches, and shoulder pain? Did you just have a recent surgery? Do you struggle with feeling off balance or do you get dizzy during your day? How about a custom splint built for your hand and wrist? Did you recently have a baby and now your body feels tremendously foreign to you? Look no further. We are here for you and ready to help you move better and feel better every step of the way. You do not need a doctor's referral to come in and see us. We accept health insurance and also offer comprehensive self-pay options. Don't settle for mediocre health care. Your journey to living better and getting back to doing what you love can start today. 
give us a call at 406-494-7050 or visit our website at LonePeakPT.com to speak to an expert now. Lockmer Plumbing is more than Butte's complete union plumbing shop. Whether it is sponsoring Little League Baseball, high school athletics, Montana Tech, Youth Racing, 4-H, Mining City Christmas, Action Inc.'s Homeless Solution Program, Head Start, or Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Butte, Lockmer Plumbing is always looking out for the people of the mining city. Owned and operated by Troy and Amy Lockmer since 2002, Lockmer Plumbing can handle all your residential, commercial, and industrial plumbing needs as well as making repairs and installations on all plumbing and boiler systems. In the heart of Uptown Butte, Lockmer Plumbing can also assist on new construction and planning for your new home or development. Call 406-782-2224 or visit LockmerPlumbing.com today. Lockmer Plumbing has your pipes covered and so much more. Oh look, there's another one. Your favorite tavern, neighborhood gas station, and video stores have all been turned into the same thing, a casino. At Crazy Carol's, we've been doing things the right way for more than three decades. So let me introduce myself. I'm Deb Dinius, the manager of Crazy Carol's Casino Mill Bar, where you'll always find fun in motion and service that sets us apart. Take a trip off the beaten path. Come on over to the hood. We're located on the corner of Walnut and Hayes, where you'll find the big red barn just off the shores of beautiful Lake Burke. And don't forget, Bucko the Horse is available for photos. At Crazy Carol's Casino and Mill Bar, we're still so grievous after all these years. Thank you, Butte. Everybody knows the place to go. Crazy Carol's Casino and Mill Bar. You already know about the Knights of Columbus Athletic Club, which is the best workout bargain in town. But did you know the KC also is home to JoyFit 406? JoyFit 406 is Butte's only boutique fitness studio offering indoor cycling as well as a rich variety of other fitness classes from dance fitness and bar to Pilates, strength and conditioning, and flow. Regardless of your fitness level, JoyFit 406 fosters a spirit of inclusion and community. At JoyFit 406, they believe in more than just fitness. They believe in building connections and friendship that last a lifetime. Join their vibrant community today where health, happiness, and camaraderie come together in perfect harmony. Your journey to a stronger, more joyful you starts at JoyFit 406. To book a class or to get more information, visit JoyFit406.com. Like JoyFit406 on social media and download the JoyFit406 app. Also, don't forget to book the renovated Knights of Columbus Hall for your party or reception today. The Knights of Columbus is a proud sponsor of the Buttecast. So you, you you got into the fighting game pretty pretty heavy and, and hard right away. Yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, real fast, real fast. Yeah. Uh, my first fight was in 2010. Um, I, yeah, had was 14 and 6 as an amateur. Um, tried out for the Olympics. I didn't make that. So I went, I, what, let's see, 2011 and 2012, I took bronze at USA Boxing Nationals. Yeah. Um, which I was super young then. I didn't even have enough fights technically to go to nationals that first year in 2011. So we just like fudged an extra one on my pass book. Don't tell <laughs> everyone. I won't tell them which coach it was. Yeah. Um, but uh, you had to have a certain amount of fights to go to regionals. Um, so I just ended up getting through that and then ended up making it to nationals. And they were like, you know, that doesn't usually happen for people's like first year. It's like a, it's yeah. like a thing. And I'm like, oh, well. Cool. Look at me go. See, this is fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then yeah, I went to nationals again the next year. Must have been 2012 that I tried out for the Olympics. I don't know, somewhere in there. Um, yeah. didn't make it. Um, so that's when I decided to go pro. 
Yeah. I was like, if I'm going to get hit in the head, and I want to make a couple dollars. Yeah, right? I could do it for free. Yeah. And I'm not going to wait four <laughs> more years for the Olympics. I got stuff to do in four yeah. years. So. What's well, the thing is, you you don't realize, I probably didn't realize that until I got into my late 30s, that how quickly, four years is a big jump. Yeah. You know, you're 22 year old boxer or whatever, and all of a sudden you're 26. You right. Know, and then you're all right, but then you're 30. Right. And, then, you know, it's just a, it's a big jump to wait for the next Olympics. Yep. And it's just putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. You know, like waiting four years for one thing. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a lot. And I don't have that type of mental capacity. I'm like, I'll just <laughs> fight for four years and make yeah. a little money instead. Yeah. It'd be tough to. Of course, it's such. Of course, in the boxing game, you got to be mentally tough anyway. But right. such a, it's just a mentally taxing being yeah. in those kind of sports, like the Olympic sports or boxing, and, right? And stuff. Yeah, it's a lot. Did, did you play any other sports in high school or anything? Yeah, in high school, I did a little bit of everything. I did you like did? volleyball, track, high school rodeo, basketball. Um, yeah. You play for the road or the wardens. The wardens, yeah. PCHS. Woo-hoo. I was in their gym for the first time. Last year, as a referee, I started refereeing last oh, year. Oh, yeah. So I did, like, the, you know, freshman and junior yeah. games. That is a cool old gym. Aren't their bleachers the best? Yeah, I don't I know why it. more people don't have bleachers like that. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's it's one of the cool... It looks like it should be in the movie from, you know, about basketball. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yep, you know? yep, definitely. But Those I really old like, bleachers are super cool. Yeah. Were, were there a lot of kids in, in Deer Lodge then? Was it a pretty good place to grow up? Um, oh, yeah. The, it was a great place to grow up, for sure. You yeah. know, small, small little town, you know, like with Class B. I don't know. They might even be Class... Are they class C they're, now? They're class B still, yeah. Okay. Um they're hanging on. They yeah, they they've been dabbling. <laughs> yeah. Um at least I think that I'm pretty yeah, they I think they're still playing Anaconda in conference games. So Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Anaconda switched, huh? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um uh I think there was sixty four in my graduating class, you know, yeah. so not real big. There's one stoplight in town. Um is that all there is, is one, one stoplight. stoplight. Yep, yep, one stoplight. Yeah. Just right, just the right amount. Yeah. Um but yeah, I grew up, you know, ten miles south of town, so we we were in town for school and for sports and stuff, but a lot of time we're just out on the ranch. Is is Beck Hill Road? Is that that part of your family, or is that just a, that's not a coincidence? Uh, no, it's relatives. Yeah, yeah okay. It's like my great grandpa. or something. I didn't notice that. Yeah. You know, I, I probably drove by that you know a million times. I went to school at UM. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and it, it, I was driving back. Uh, I was like last year, and I was like, I wonder if that's, that's gotta funny. be that's gotta be that area. You know? Yep, yep. Never even thought about it. Oh yeah, yeah. Nope, that's us. Yeah, we're so, everywhere. We're all we're all around there. So what did you do in rodeo? Um, goat tying was my favorite. Yeah. It was definitely the best. Um, barrels, pole bending, goat tying, breakaway roping, sometimes team roping. Yeah. When I was little, I did uh, like steer riding. Um, then I got smart. Just started <laughs> fighting people my size instead of trying to ride <laughs> big bucking animals. Yeah, an animal you can't reason with, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> I just was terrible at the get off, too. I would just yeah. eat it all the time. Really? So I'm like, yeah. Did you like rodeo? I really liked it, yeah. Really? I liked it a lot. And I went to college for rodeo. Um, oh, down, was it Oli? It? Yeah, Oli. Yep. Yeah. Good old Oli. Um, so, yeah, I went down down to goat tying um, barrel race. I did goat tying barrel race and team roping. I was supposed to have a goat tying scholarship, broke my leg, had to have surgery right before my senior year again. Uh-huh. So I didn't have a scholarship, but went down to rodeo. Um, and then, yeah, that's when I found boxing. Did you have your own horse to bring down to rodeo? Yeah. Growing up on a ranch. So you have to, did you have a keep it down in Dillon? Mm-hmm. So that, that's it's a expensive. lot of work. Yeah. It's expensive, yeah. Because then mm-hmm. you have to travel, you know, you're hauling your truck and your trailer to yeah. Casper, Wyoming, you know. You got to, like, pay your stall fees yeah, you're every not, night. You guys are, the rodeo team's fees. not just taking a bus. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> there was a <laughs> rodeo rig. That, yeah. There was a rodeo rig, but it only had, like, four slots, and there was, like, maybe one open once in a while. So, yeah. and, like, yeah, the... 
the higher ups. Got so it's that. best to be like a a, a, a saddle bronc uh, yeah, rider or a bull rider or something. You can you just know? take your town car, put your little your yeah, little you don't saddle have to worry about back. traveling around with the yep with the horse. Pay when you got to pull a horse and feed the horse, take mm-hmm. care of the horse, pay for stalls overnight, and like. Yeah. It's, you know, we're in college kids. Like, we're, like, broke, and, you know, yeah. they're charging, like, $20 per stall per night. Yeah. It's like, why? Yeah. It's four panels. You could have just given <laughs> us that for free. Yeah. Like, you already own the panels. Yeah. Uh, but just, just things just add up, you know? Like, each event is another entry fee and another entry fee, and yeah. you're on your own. Yeah, so it's expensive. Dude, I imagine living on a, uh, being in a rodeo, taking care of a horse like that, and that, being a rancher, that's got to teach you discipline definitely yeah. right like no matter how cold it is you got to go feed and water your horse you know you got to go take care of the animals doesn't you know you can't call in on a snow day you yeah. can't call in on a sick day you know you still still have to yeah you, you, you stay in bed when you're sick the animal might right starve to death right right yeah. yep it's not an option at that point yeah. you know so yeah you definitely learn a lot of discipline i wouldn't trade growing up on a ranch for anything yeah 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 and uh in taking care of a horse too when you're doing the rodeo you got a horse, you make sure that horse is going to be performing right. at its peak level, too, otherwise right. you're not. Yep, so then you got to go take him out for cardio every day, yeah. you know, and so, yeah. Did you like rodeo better than, like, basketball, volleyball, and other sports? Yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of single-person sports. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to drag the whole team down. I'll just drag <laughs> myself down if I, yeah, you if I suck that day. day. Yeah. yeah, right, right. But were you good at basketball? I bet you were probably pretty good. I, I was medium. Yeah. I was a good, hard medium. My but sister was pretty good. Um, I just didn't have the the drive for it that I needed. To really? I probably had the athletic ability, but I was just like, mm, nah, I'll just yeah. go to practice. Is your sister younger or older? Older. Really? What was her, what's her name? Jackie. Jackie. How many are there? Are Four. There? I'm the youngest. Are they all girls? or No, two boys, two girls. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to feel bad for your dad there for a minute. <laughs> My little brother has four girls, and I... Oh, yeah. The poor... Poor bastard. That's he, a lot, right? That's why he hangs out in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> little man cave. I yeah. believe it. You got to have a little time away from that. <laughs> yeah, there's too many women in his house. He said. I believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, were you guys pretty close to the, the family? Um, we all like helped with the ranch together, you know, and yeah. everything. Um, all the kids are two years apart, so um, I was pretty close with my sister and my one brother my oldest brother not as much because he's yeah. just older and in a different part of life yeah. than me um but we'd always you know play in tree forts we've got tree forts and the four-wheelers and playing and yeah. riding through the hay fields and all that stuff you know all the memories with all the all the siblings did you guys ever fight all the time yeah <laughs> that's why i'm so strong yeah because i had to fight with my three older siblings all the time you really they pick on you you they had picked to... on me all the time yeah so now I'm, yeah. And now my sister won't spar with me. There was one time that, like, oh, I was probably like eight years ago now, but I was like, oh, redemption. You know, I'm going to spar my sister and I'm yeah. going to totally beat her up. And she just, like, laughed at me the whole time. She's like, I can't even take you seriously. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm going to punch you in the face. So come here. <laughs> she just kept, like, spitting her mouth guard out because she was laughing. Really? Like, I'm going to beat you up. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, she gets all the beatings in when you're young, and then can retire. Exactly. With a and then she doesn't expect it. Now that yeah. the tables have turned, yeah. she's like, "Oh, we don't fight anymore." And yeah, now we're old and we're yeah, sophisticated. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you just know that I will beat you up. Yeah, that's so that's why I had to put a couple beatings on my little brother. You know. Right. Before. 
established dominance. Yeah, before yeah. Uh, before he was big enough to right to yep. get back, switch it up. And yep. one, once he got once he got a victory, then then now he's retiring with a winning record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's right. Like when I play handball with when I, you know I beat a, uh, Frankie Shields. I remember I beat him in a tournament one time. I said, I'm never ever playing you again. Playing you again, right? Just so you Just know, because you're going to be a good player. Yep. I'm terrible, but I, I beat you this one time because. Because he kept making mistakes. It wasn't anything I did. Yeah, right, and right. And I said, yeah, we're done. We're done, yeah. You know, like Seinfeld, I refused to run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's a big pool player. Yeah. Um, And he plays in tournaments here all the time and in Deer Lodge, or in Deer Lodge and Anaconda, but uh, we have a pool table in our basement, and uh, we'll always play him. But he's, like, he's like pretty good, you know. He yeah. plays in the, the big leagues of Butte. Yeah. And um, I remember the one time I beat him because he scratched on the eight ball. Yeah. And I was like, well, I won. Like, yeah. enough said. Don't even have to tell anyone how I won. Just yep. like, yes, I have beat my dad in pool. That's good. That's yeah. all I have to say. And he scratched on the eight. He scratched on the eight. <laughs> what's your dad's name? Ted. Ted. Ted how about your mom? What's your? Julie. Ted and Julie. So they're huh? Ted and yeah. Julie of Racetrack. Yeah. And then there's Ted, Ted and Julie of Party Palace. Yeah. I remember when they were Ted and Julie of the karaoke. They had the, oh, before they bought the bar. Funny. They had a big, uh, like a service truck kind of like they drive around and they had all their equipment in it gotcha ted and julie's uh karaoke i yeah, don't I didn't know I'm not that. sure i just remember the ted and julie part yeah right, right now they're, right. they're my neighbors oh yeah they, they live a block away funny yeah they're super great but then i when i met them i was like oh my gosh you're julie and yeah. i was like my parents and she was like ted and julie of racetrack yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> that's pretty awesome yeah yeah our uh is your, is your dad uh, he's a good pool player did he is he good in other sports too um, he, he wrestled and stuff when he was younger, um, yeah. just didn't do much and just really dedicated himself to the ranch. Did he grow up, he, he grew up on that ranch too? Um, so my dad grew up a mile south of where we live now and yeah. my mom grew up a mile north of where we live now. <laughs> they, they met in the middle. It's like the, like the song, Meet in the Middle, or yep. the Diamond Rio. Yep, they sure did, right in the middle. <laughs> one mile south, one mile north. That's pretty funny. Yeah, yep. Is your mom an athlete too? Was she... Uh, no, she didn't do much for sports. Yeah. No, she's kind of... More on the quiet and... But a ranch kid herself. Ranch kid, yep, yep. Grew yeah. up in a, she grew up with four sisters, so yeah. my poor grandpa. Yeah. Um, but, poor uh, yep, yep. But grew up tough, you know, just on the ranch, you know, same way. They still mm -hmm. both ranch. They're both, you know, my dad is 70 now. My mom's in her late 60s, and they're still running the ranch themselves. So oh, really? Good yep. for them. Can't stop. Hey, everyone. John Wick here. You might recognize this buttery smooth voice from the episode 81 of the Buttecast. Along with my wife, Cassie, I want to take a second and thank everyone for supporting 5518 Designs, our store at 27 North Main Street in Uptown Butte. For seven years now, we have made it our goal to celebrate who we are and what we enjoy about living in Butte and in Montana. At 5518, you'll find the latest in-house designed apparel and gifts that do just that. And they're all produced locally and finished in store. We also carry a wide variety of outdoor essentials from trusted brands like Chaco, Kavu, and Dekine. I invite you to stop in the next time you're shopping, eating, or even playing in historic Uptown Butte. 5518 Designs, 27 North Main Street in Uptown Butte, and online at shop5518.com. Are you looking for a place to host a special event or a party, or just looking for a drink served by the best mixologist in town? Look no further than 51 Below Speakeasy and Casino. Take a step back in time and enjoy some of our signature cocktails such as an old-fashioned or a pink mate. Stop in for happy hour Monday through Thursday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. and 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Friday and Saturday for $2 cans of your favorite beer or two for five seltzers or well mixers. Or try one of our tap beers for just $5 along with weekly specialty cocktails. 
Located underneath the Miners Hotel, where Butte locals receive a 20% discount on rooms, 51 Below has live music every Friday night. So stop by 51 Below Speakeasy and Casino for a good time with good friends and great drinks. And don't forget to dial 5. You want to watch your favorite football team on Sunday, but it isn't on TV? No problem. Go to Metal Sports Bar and Grill and check out all the games. In addition to a full-service bar and a menu full of terrific entrees cooked to perfection, Metals also has the Sunday ticket. Kick back with some raised fingers, the best pizza in town, and a refreshing drink as you root on your team on one of 31 big-screen TVs at Metals. Don't miss a moment of your favorite team with Metals Sports Bar and Grill, where the food is the star. Metals is open at 11 a.m. every Sunday during football season. There's no story so good that a drink from Park Street Liquors won't make it better. From the finest whiskeys and regional spirits to the latest RTDs and select wines, Park Street Liquors has all the ingredients to make your parties and stories legendary. Park Street Liquors can also assist with your corporate event or wedding by helping create and plan your wine and spirits menus. You name it and Park Street Liquors has it. Stop by and see Tom and the crew at 133 West Park Street or call 406-782-6278. Make your stories legendary. What did they think when you told them you were going to start boxing? They didn't love it. My mom yeah. especially, because you know yeah. she doesn't want to see her baby getting hurt. Well, that's what when you when you're a little girl, you dream of having kid daughters. Right. You're probably not thinking they're going to grow up to be boxers. Right. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> they're going to be ballerinas. Yeah, yeah or... ballerina or a prom queen or a, yeah, yeah uh, Miss Montana, something yeah. something better. But I'm sure I'm sure it probably didn't surprise them, you know, because I was always a little tomboy and yeah. you know fighting with the animals and stuff and right. yeah, you know, holding my own you, with the you, animals. You weren't a, a, a prom princess or anything. I like did that? win prom. I was the prom. You queen. were the prom. Queen. I was. Yeah. All right. I both, figured. You I had wear to both be. hats. See, yeah. I'm jack of all trades. The prom queen. Yep. Yeah. Prom queen. PCHS class of 2009. <laughs> did you get the elbow, elbow, Thank wrist, you. wrist. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Got it. <laughs> Probably still have my crown around somewhere, too. Do you? <laughs> what class was that? Um, oh, nine. Oh, nine. Oh, nine. Yep. Yeah, I was wondering if I might have been covering that game for the standard. I can't remember. Because <laughs> I've been at a lot of Deer Lodge games. Yep. Funny. With Coach uh, Cutler is one Cutler. of my all-time favorite people. Yeah. He's great. I had him on a podcast with his brother, Oh, Paul. yeah. I they were that was so excited. Yeah, well, we could have talked forever. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. He's got me good a couple times. He was my track coach. And I'm just, I'm super gullible, and I just, I trust people, and I yeah. think they're not going to lie to me. And then uh, I'm left-handed, and then Cutler one time told me, he's like, why are you throwing with that disc? He's like, why aren't you go get the left-handed disc? <laughs> I'm like, what? There's a left-handed disc? So I'm like searching through the little tool shed, you know, like trying to find it. And I'm like, I'm thinking about like what it's going to look like. Yeah. Maybe there's special little like finger divots in it. Yeah. You know, I'm like super pumped about this uh, left-handed disc and <laughs> someone had to come break it to me and oh. Cutler just thought it was the best thing in the world. Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't let you down. Never let lets me yeah. live it down. Yeah. He, he met Shay a couple years ago and was like, did you ever hear about the time <laughs> in track when she thought yeah. there was a left-handed disc? He doesn't forget anything. No, he doesn't. No, he's so funny too. <laughs> yeah. No, Cutler's great. He's did you have one. him as a teacher? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, weights, I think. I think he yeah. taught weightlifting. <laughs> yeah. Did you have Linda Palmer as a teacher as a kid? Palmer. Um, I didn't. My sister did. Okay. That's my wife's aunt. Oh, really? Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. She was, what, fifth grade, I think. Yeah. Right around there. Yep. 
Um, I didn't have her. There was two, two fifth grade classes, so is that? Three. Three? Okay, yeah. so you didn't. Three small fifth grade classes. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's yep. probably the way to go, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was small nice. Small classes. Yep, yep. Like the teens, there was like probably 16, 17 in each class. Yeah. Great. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty nice. I, I went to Central for a little bit, and then the small class size is oh, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Of course, of course, there's a lot. You can't have a lot more fun in the big class size, though. So yeah, teachers, right. I'm sure. I've never been everything. in a big class, so I don't know what it's like. Yeah, and then you go to Western, and they're not <laughs> and big And they're not classes. big either, yep. Yeah. So. Was it the block system then? Block, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a love-hate. Yeah. It was love until I would miss a day, and then I missed, yeah, you know, like five you, days worth. Yeah, if you stay on top of it, don't miss a day. One class at a time, it'd be pretty easy. Yeah, see, yeah. Not easy, but pretty ideal. Yep. But when you miss one day, one day. it's like you miss a whole week or more. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's only three weeks in each each uh, class, you know. So, yeah, especially like those some of those hard college classes I yeah. shouldn't have been in anyway, so <laughs> I was lost. What did you study down there? I took business. Yeah. Just took it kind of as a general thought. Yeah. Um, didn't know what I wanted to do, but thought it was a good area to go down. Yeah. And uh, I had a probability and statistics class, and the probability of me passing it was not good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. You deduced that. Huh? <laughs> yep. That was my statistic. Not good. Yeah. Statistics isn't. Uh, I, I always thought oh, that sounds easy, but no, it's not just batting averages. Right. Right. <laughs> if it was, just, I could figure that. I I'd could be get great that. at that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. I'm like that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But when they want to know if there's eight ball, eight orange balls, six red balls, and eleven green balls, what's the chances of you picking a green ball? I don't mm. care. Yeah. Let me just pick a ball yeah. and find out. That's why I, I like the fun of it. Just like yeah. never know. Yeah. What's what's the point in what's the fun of knowing? Right. You know it's. Yeah. Otherwise, just you just would buy a red ball. Exactly. <laughs> and what am I gonna? Yeah. What's it gonna change my thoughts on it if yeah. I know the statistics of getting a green ball? Yeah. So, so did you finish school there? No, didn't. I didn't. I I didn't. Um, I went a year, didn't know what I was doing in life, rodeoed, did okay, spent a lot of money rodeoing, so it was expensive. Yeah. Um, and then that's when I started boxing. And then I um, got offered at that point to teach Pink Gloves Boxing at Tech. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go be a professor instead. <laughs> Bye, college. <laughs> so I moved back to Butte. And Why go to school when you can teach it, Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so I was officially a professor at Tech, teaching pink gloves boxing. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It was fun. And, and then your career took off pretty good. Yeah. Did, did you... I mean, the MMA thing, was that just because it was uh, everything was trending that way you went that way? Or was it because you wanted to give it a try because it looked fun? Um, I kind of wanted to give it a try because I thought it would look fun. Um, so at that point in my life, I was living in Helena and training. I was boxing with the H-Town Eagles over there. Yeah. Um, I started hanging out and dating Jesse Newbreast out of Butte, mm -hmm. who was an MMA fighter. Yeah. And he was an MMA fighter. I was a boxer. He was like, you can come to, to Streets of Butte and we can give it a shot and yeah i went up there with him and that's where it started yeah and he was more of a puncher too well wasn't he uh he was a really good wrestler in high school was and he? stuff he had a good wrestling background but yeah. he also hit like a tank yeah i so, wouldn't want to punch get a punch by Jesse. Uh, uh me neither no way yeah. i've seen him knock some heavyweights out that yeah yeah they got hit hard and i've just i mean him sparring light is still yeah. hard <laughs> yeah um so yeah so i started up at streets of butte at tech and um, yeah, Cal and Cal Clark and Wes Hogan. It was a good group of guys. Yeah. Fighters up. Do you, were were yeah. you the only, only female? Uh, at that point, for sure. Yeah. yeah. There was like one that would come in like a day here or there, but 
And there was no was, one. What was that like being the only girl in their fight? Was it like, were you, were you the novelty act or were you, or did you see it like that? Or were you no. just, because everyone loved you though. Of course, if all the people wanted to fight, everyone wanted to watch, well, Cal and, you know, right. and then you probably, they, everyone was all excited when you were fighting. Yeah. It's cool to watch a girl fight, right? Yeah. It's like not as, as common and just yeah. a cool thing. And I'm always smiling. So it's weird when I'm yeah. punching people too, you know, that's how Yeah, you smile way more than most boxers. I know. Right. Yeah. It's a curse. I know. I tried not to, too. <laughs> I tried to be serious one time, like during my walkout and my mom and my sister called me out and were like, what are you doing? And I was yeah. like, trying to keep a serious face and yeah. they just laughed at me so i'm like all right well that's that's yeah, not because when you walk through the walkouts and all you gotta look tough or when you right. do the the face-offs like right. the, the yep. day before the photo ops you gotta yep. look mean and I, I i've accepted that that's just not me yeah. i'm just gonna smile through it yeah, they act like they don't like their opponent and right yeah but, Ooh, and that's not really the case though i mean you might really like the person you're fighting right yep and we're all here for the same thing just yeah. to you know get in a designated fight and we're all training hard together and all that good stuff. So yeah, yeah. Did you like the training? Um, I I I like the training. I really enjoy training when I have something on the horizon. Yeah. I, I just I I play better then or I practice yeah. better then just knowing that there's a date that I need to work for. Yeah. Like Shay's a workhorse every day. He'll train the same way mm. as hard as he can every day i'm like mm, like we'll just kind of you will train pretty hard but yeah we don't have anything coming up so not as much but um uh john atman was also a big part of it he's the judo yeah. coach up attack and everything just and an animal he's awesome and yeah. he he loves it so much that he makes you love it so much yeah. and he was the first person that was like smaller that kind of showed me that like you could still do it little person can still win based off of technique not yeah. just off of strength yeah. um so he's the first person to kind of show me that and um that helped me a lot too you know it yeah. wasn't just like me fighting jesse all the time you know yeah there's more to it than that well that, i think that's when i realized you were going to be pretty good when you had john training you yeah because he, he i i'd love that guy he's did you know what he did this summer yeah went to japan just he took a one-way ticket to japan yeah and a backpack and yeah. he's going to just backpack around Japan right? to, to learn from different people. Yep, went to a bunch of different seminars. Yeah. Could you imagine the big guy in the bar thinking he's going to beat that guy up? Right, right. Because he could kill somebody John. with a bare and, hand. And John couldn't be nicer either, yeah. you know? He's like the nicest person in the yeah. world. His daughter, Devin, actually goes here. And she's Person. been one of my main training partners for this whole camp. Yeah. And we were getting her ready for a fight. And oh, she, she's fighting? Uh, not on this card oh, because yeah. we couldn't find her an opponent. But she's going to dominate. Yeah, she's tough as she nails. She is going to be an animal. Yeah, those girls have all been tough. They've all been tough forever, yeah. you know, and, like, her judo's obviously great and her ground game's great, and now her striking's getting really good, too. Yeah. Like, and she's just, like, she's a workhorse. She's tenacious. She's yeah. she's always there. She's always ready to work. Like, Devin's been yeah. a lot of she's fun. She's probably got an advantage at her age over what you were at that age because she came from such a strong judo background. Yeah, right. And you can probably, you were great at punching right away. Right. But you could probably develop the punching. It's probably easier to develop the punching later than it is the judo later. Right, right, right. And just have so many years behind it, you know? Yeah. I started punching when I was 18, you know? Yeah. She started judo when she was, what, Pro less than eight, yeah. for sure. Probably you before know? she could walk. Yeah. We've got one of these books in here is the uh, the jiu-jitsu um, grappling textbook, and it's John oh, and his three kids, and they're just, like, they're tiny, you know? Oh, Devin's yeah. probably, like, 10 in the picture. Yeah. Um, so she's been doing it for years, you know? So that's... That's a great background to have. Just good, tough athletes in that. Tough all, all those athletes. Girls. Yes, I know. I was so pumped. When is I she the youngest one? Devin? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was so pumped when I saw her in here. I was like, 
She's going to be awesome. Yeah. So we're trying to get her a fight December 8th in Helena. That'd be awesome. An MMA fight, yeah. yeah so. I remember watching her. She played volleyball for her and her oh. her older sister. One, one above her sister went to one went to Northern. Yeah, uh, Hannah, I think. Yeah, Hannah. I don't remember which one went where, but I think Hannah, Hannah went to Northern. I think so. Yeah, and they were both just super tight. Hannah was a... Uh, she she was probably she was a libero and she was on the team that couldn't yep. couldn't uh, they didn't have much of a block so oh. she was just getting pummeled oh, up. Yeah. she she hung in there and she dug everything yeah and uh, she she was just so so much fun to watch yeah so impressive they're just, just tough. they're tenacious they always have been you know yeah. and then they're just... climbing mountains right. jumping off mountains all going on whitewater rafting yep all the time doing just I, awesome I, when I see John's Facebook post I feel like I'm not really living. Yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. He definitely makes you feel that way. And taking all those three girls with yeah. him, you know, they're always on some super cool yeah. adventure. Yeah, and you had a lot of trainers through the the years. You had a lot of good, a lot of people working with you. Yeah, even though they're the trainers or not, like Cal probably worked with you. Yep, Cal yeah. had Cal and Wes Ogan and um, Jesse and um, John. You know, those were those were the main ones out yeah. of view. Um, uh, yeah, I went down and. Uh, cross trained a little bit with Sam for a second before one of my fights. Oh, did you, um, Sam Rao? Yeah, yeah, just just for a little bit before one of my fights. But um, yeah, Streets of B was great. They they took really good care of me. You know, is that the group still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are still there. Uh, same ones, same people. You know, Cal yeah. and Wes and those guys. So Wes's son now, Brendan, is fighting um, this weekend. Uh, mm. So a couple of them will come in on our Friday open sparrings. They'll come join us yeah. uh, for that. And Andrew Huckabee, he started when I was up at Streets of Butte. He's still there. Um, but yeah, yeah, they'll come join us on Fridays, which is fun because it feels like a kind of little, yeah. little unity. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> and you went, did you think you, when you got into that, you probably had no idea you'd be ending up fighting on TV in MMA? And I didn't events. have any plan on it. Nope, I was just having fun. Yeah. Just punching people and having fun and <laughs> finding some fights and yeah. I just happened to get seen by the right person at the right time that that they needed somebody yeah. for this other fight and thought of me and yeah it's my little little entry yeah and it was a pretty good ride because it was at uh, how many MMA fights did you have the actual sanctioned ones uh, I think you have nine nine pro nine pro fights yeah yeah. And and some of them on TV. Yeah, yeah my last what four four were on yeah. TV. Yeah. Was that nerve wracking knowing you're also on TV, or did you even think about it? Um, you know, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Uh, my first one, my first TV one was for a world title fight for Legacy, yeah. um, against Andrea Lee, who is now in like the top ten in the UFC. Yeah, she's um, doing awesome. Yeah, she's doing really good. Uh, so that was my first like big fight, and I think I just. I just had a lot of confidence in myself, and my team was confident. We were all just like, yeah, we're going to do this. We're yeah. going to go fight. And I think at that point, I still just didn't know how much I didn't know, like, yeah. on the ground. You know, my first my first five MMA fights, I knew three moves on the ground, which I learned from John up at Tech. And I was like, I got this. I think <laughs> I got this MMA thing figured out. I'm going to stand <laughs> and punch him. If it goes to the ground, I'm going to use one of these three moves, and it's yeah. going to be great. Um and I was able to get through, you know, my first couple fights with that. And then, yeah, that legacy one was a real awakening that I was like, I got some holes to fill. So, yeah. um, but just relying on those hands, you know, I got, just got some good hands. Congratulations to this week's Lescovar Honda Athletes of the Week, Butte High Cross Country runners Evie Smith and Levi Wiltsey. The honors come after the runners close the season at the state meet Saturday in Kalispell. 
Smith takes home the girls' honor. She is an eighth grader who led the Bulldog girls in every meet she raced in this season. She placed 48th at state, finishing with a time of 21 minutes, 2 seconds. Smith also competed for the Butte Coppers Brockets mountain bike team this fall. Wiltsey, a sophomore, takes home the boys' award after he posted a personal record at the state meet. He finished the 5-kilometer race in 1818 at Rebecca Farm, capping a strong season that saw him consistently break 19 minutes in races down the stretch. He beat his previous record by 12 seconds. Classmate Camden Houchin led the Bulldogs with a school record 5K time of 1645. He was named Athlete of the Week earlier in the season. Congratulations, Evie and Levi, and thank you, Lescovar Honda, for honoring the hardworking student-athletes of the Mining City. Hey Butte America, John Davis here at Lascavar Honda. With winter approaching and hunting season in full swing, now is the time to get into that all-wheel drive you've been dreaming about. We have one of the largest selections of new and pre-owned vehicles in the state. So with clearly marked prices, a non-commissioned sales staff, lifetime of free car washes, and voted number one in all of Butte, the choice is clear, Lascavar Honda home of the famous 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty. Visiting your neighborhood Thriftway Superstops was already your favorite stop of the day. Now, it is even better. Join the brand new Thriftway Loyalty Club to rack up big discounts, earn free stuff, and receive more TLC with every visit. Download the TLC app and take advantage of great deals on pizza, grab-and-go favorites, fresh-brewed coffee, cool fountain drinks, and much, much more at your neighborhood Thriftway Superstops. Loyalty Club members also save 5 cents per gallon off top-tier conical fuel every single day. Plus, earn points at the pump and in the store. Casa Grande Steakhouse serves steak and so much more. You cannot beat their seasoned, hand-cut Rocky Mountain ground beef. But did you know about their menu filled with made-to-order pastas, chicken sautés, mouth-watering seafood, appetizers, enticing desserts, or their most recent addition, sushi? Thursday nights are sushi nights at Casa Grandas, where you will be welcomed as a part of the family. Casa Grandas can also handle all your catering needs with style, class, and a taste that cannot be beat. Visit Casa Grande Steakhouse inside the historic Bertoglio Warehouse at 801 South Utah Avenue in Uptown Butte. Call 406-723-4141 for reservations. Check out their menu at casagrandasteakhouse.com. Casa Grande Steakhouse, eat where the locals eat. Is your house too cold or is it too hot? Either way, Lockmer Sheet Metal is here to help. With more than 40 years of experience in the heating, ventilation, and air conditioning trade, Lockmer Sheet Metal strives to bring you quality service and knowledgeable work to help with your HVAC projects or needs. Lockmer Sheet Metal offers repair services for all forced air, central air systems, installation of new HVAC systems, service contracts for maintenance and service, all residential and commercial applications, fabrication of sheet metal for all types of projects, and ventilation and exhaust systems. Call 406-782-2224 or visit LockmerSheetMetal.com to warm up or cool down with Lockmer Sheet Metal, your local dealer of train heating, cooling, air handling, and ventilation products. For all your home heating and cooling needs, remember Lockmer Sheet Metal. I remember asking John, I don't know if it was for that fight or another fight, you know, I knew he was working with you, and I asked how, how you think she's going to do, and he said... Well, she's got a puncher's chance. I remember that's the word he said. And and really, you probably had a puncher's chance with anybody you stepped in the ring with, right? Definitely. 
you know, yep. you're going to knock any, you can, you can knock just about any of them out. Yep. Yep. I definitely have that punching power for sure. Yeah. Um, in those first couple fights, you know, I think the girls were just not versed enough or not good enough at takedowns to be able to take me down. Yeah. But as soon as I started fighting those higher level people, they were just like, well, I'm obviously not going to strike with her. Even like Andrea Lee, she was a striker and she instantly took me down, you know, yeah. just every single time, take me down, take me down. Cause she, she knew, you know, that that's my, yeah. that's my strength. So we're not going to stay here. We're going to yeah. go elsewhere. So after those first couple fights, that's when I was finally like, I need to figure this out, which is a super bummer because, um, I went to the ultimate fighter in 2017 and then had the finale. Um, and it wasn't until after the ultimate fighter that I really like just took time yeah. off and actually like learned jujitsu and like shaded a lot with like, you know, wrestling style jujitsu, a lot of wrestling style takedowns, just like, you know, very like grindy style, but yeah. it works really well. And that's why I just would like to have another MMA fight, you know, cause I haven't had one since then. Yeah. And now I know what to do. Yeah. So I'd like to show people and my, myself that I do know what to do. I'm not just a striker, you know, that's a fish on the ground or whatever. Yeah. Like I'm rounded. I did yeah. it. I tried. Yeah. Now ultimate fighter, that had to be kind of surreal to be picked to to be part of that. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think I was going to be picked, you know, like yeah. I was like, "Oh, sure, we'll go down to tryouts. We weren't even going to go." And then Brian Dietz over in um Bozeman, he was one of my main coaches at that point. Yeah. And he's been a big part of my uh, MMA career yeah. um, he was like why wouldn't you like you know you should totally go down especially because that was the opening of the 125 division in the women's UFC yeah. so it was like kind of a big deal you know it was the first yeah. first intro to it um, so he was like you should totally go try out so we're like okay sure um, and I think uh, um, I think it worked out to my benefit because the legacy owner, Mick Maynard, he had just become a matchmaker for the UFC. So mm. he was there and he knew like we just, you know, we had fight of the year for legacy for yeah. that one fight with Andrea had another yeah. good legacy fight. So he's like, obviously we know this girl's super tough. So he was there yeah. to kind of like go to bat for me. Yeah. And then I think I was just a, a special case, you know, they don't have many like, girls from Mon like ranch girls from montana yeah. like bubbly little, bubbly little ranch girls yeah. that are here to fight people probably you know? they probably don't have a lot of bubbly little any kind of girls, any girls right <laughs> right exactly yeah. <laughs> let alone little ranch girls yeah. so i remember when i would tell like a ranch story to my my uh, roommates and they were like no yeah. way yeah. you do that with cows like yeah they were just appalled yeah. <laughs> they were like she rides horses in the one like home video like i hopped on a horse very casually you know yeah. just like hopped on a bareback and my my one roommate had called me later and she was like, I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, look, she's riding a horse. I told you she does that. <laughs> and to me, you know, that's yeah. like a daily thing. I yeah. wouldn't even think it's anything of it. Yeah, it was, yeah, it never gave it a second thought. Right, yeah, yeah. this was just, just casual, casual yeah. day, yeah. so. So did you guys, you lived in the same house? Yeah. And then you trained together? Mm-hmm. And then it came time, then you'd fight. Yeah, yep. So there were two teams, eight on each team. Um, so there were four rooms in the house, four people to a room, yeah. all your own teammates. But then towards the end, your te like teammates would start fighting teammates. So at one point, two of my roommates had to fight each other. Wow, really? So I'm like, how you guys doing? In your bunk beds up there? We all okay? You had um, bunk beds too. Bunk beds, yes. Yeah. Bunk beds, super delightful. Um, oh, I imagine. And it was just weird because, like, you know, you eat breakfast with the people together, and then the one group goes to train for two hours, they come back, then the other team goes to train for two hours, then they come back, then there's mm. an afternoon session also. Yeah. But it's just weird, like, sitting at the same table, having breakfast with people that you either have fought 
are going to fight or might be fighting Man. in the future. You know, so I'm like sizing up, you know, somebody's <laughs> breakfast. Like, oh, yeah. they must be fat. They're not having breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> it's just weird. It's just like yeah. such a like mind, mind thing. Yeah. Um, you can't call home, can't talk to anyone. No music. Like, I don't know if you've ever tried working out with no music, but it's oh, it terrible. Sucks, yeah. It's terrible. Um, yeah, it's almost impossible. Yeah. Yeah, it super sucks. And cutting weight with no music, it's yeah. just, it's no fun. No music and no calling home. No calling home. I was super homesick. Your mom must have hated that, huh? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I was super homesick. I was super depressed during it. And how long was this for? Six weeks. How were the girls? Was it like uh, was it like uh, Jersey Shore or other reality <laughs> shows where you end up fighting with each other and arguing a lot? There was a couple catty ones. Most of them were like pretty good, you know. Hey, yeah. we're all here to just like do the same thing. Yeah. There was a couple spicy ones that one got like uh, got in a super big fight with the coach. Ended up switching teams. It was like, uh. I think I'm gonna go join the other team because they can they can benefit from from me helping them. It's like, <laughs> well, we could benefit from you helping us, but okay, uh. like see ya. Yeah. It's like, I'm not gonna change teams, but see ya. Yeah. Um, and then. She changed teams. Then one of our teammates almost didn't make weight, so then she tried to like take her spot. So then they had to get in a little fight about oh. it, and um, just yeah, it's a yeah. little catty things like that, but not too bad. Yeah. Um, they would definitely try and like entice you to cause to stir the pot, and when they would like question you, like they would yeah. you know just word the questions like, "How do you feel about Lauren backstabbing your team and going to the other team?" <laughs> I'm like, well, I, I feel neutral about it. <laughs> I was very nervous about, you know, like, yeah, them, like, putting me in the middle of things. I'm yeah. like, neutral. Well, that's I'm what just, they do, though, right? Yeah, yeah, that's their plan. And I'm just like, I don't want the drama. I'm just a little Montana kid. Don't want any part of that. You know, I'm just too nervous. I'm like, yeah. I don't feel any way about it. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Are you glad you did that? Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't change it for the world, but I probably wouldn't go back and do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Just Makes not sense. good for yeah. my mentality. I just, I... I'm a home kid. I like my yeah. team. I like my people. I like my coaches. And you don't seem like you're someone who ever got caught up in the drama. Like, did you get caught up in the junior high, high school girl nah, drama? Nah. Yeah. Nah. Sometimes when boys were fighting over me, but that wasn't my fault. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm just I'm just not a dramatic person. I have anxiety. It makes me anxious. I don't like that. You yeah. know, I don't don't want to feel like that. So, I'm not. Um, I'm just a yeah. looker from afar, you yeah. know, those Facebook fights and stuff. I'm just like, what's going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not the one that's chiming in also. Yeah. Did, did you ever get in a fight with somebody you just didn't like? Um, no. Really? No. No. I, like, I thought a couple of the girls were annoying and stuff. It was never personal. It was nah. just all just doing your job. Yep, yep, yep. And just like, okay, you're just an annoying person and I wouldn't hang out with you outside of here. But yeah. that's fine. We don't have to. Yeah. We don't have to get along. Yeah. And you know, a lot of athletes, you know, some people end up having regret. They don't know what they could have been. But you took right. it as far as you, you went. You, you shot for the moon. We went all in right away. Yeah. You know, I, I wish I would have had a couple more years to get ready for the Ultimate yeah. Fighter. You know, I'm a totally different athlete now than I was then. Um, I was very young in the game, very young in the sport, very young mentally, too. Just, yeah. I just, I don't know. I just, I just thinking now about how I could have approached the ultimate fighter I think I could have benefited more from it also you know I just yeah. I, I was depressed there I didn't didn't want to be there or just like sulked a lot didn't want to you know conversate with people I just would want to go into my bedroom you know like I just I could have approached it with a different mindset and different yeah. mentality and gotten more out of it but um 
I still got a ton out of it. Made a lot of cool friends. A lot of the girls are, you know, in the top ten in the UFC still. Yeah. You um, talk with them or text with some of these yeah, girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So still top with quite a few of my or my roommates too. They were all super cool. Um, get along with all of them still real well. Had to fight one of my roommates at the finale, um, but we're still friends. Yeah. We're still Did you good. beat her? Uh, no, she beat me. Yeah, um, she knew I had a bad knee, though. Someone oh. definitely like talked drama there. So, oh. so I'd like to. I'm glad I get to talk about this because I haven't got to talk about this <laughs> since it happened, yeah. and um, it was another just traumatic part of my fighting career. Yeah. Um, so we came back from the Ultimate Fighter like mid-August, and my first uh, practice back from the Ultimate Fighter, I tore my meniscus. Um, had to go in for surgery, had like 90% of my meniscus removed. So, um, they were like, if it's, you know, fixable, we'll fix it, but you'll be out for six months. And if it's not, then we'll just chop it out and you'll be ready to go in a couple weeks. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, what's, you know, what would I rather? Would I rather get fixed and be out for six months or just chop it out and not have a meniscus? And you want to fight again. Right, right. right. So, so September 1st, I had surgery. Um, and had 90% of my meniscus removed. And then shortly after that, I got the call from the UFC about the finale, um, which was in December. And I'm like, hey, you know, I have a bad knee. So if you have somebody, obviously it's the UFC calling, so I'll take it, yeah. but, but whatever. Um, so, you know, I, I ended up fighting Shauna Dobson at the finale, who was also a really good striker. But I, so my surgery was on September 1st, and two months to the day on December 1st was my UFC fight. So I should have taken like two months to recover my knee and then gone into the biggest fight camp of my yeah. life. But I went straight into the biggest fight camp of my life, you know, for with the UFC knee. with a bad knee. It was totally yeah. swollen. It was terrible. I couldn't bend it. Like, yeah. And that effect, that's sit. affecting your punching and everything. Yeah, everything. Like I just, I, I didn't have a single good training session, yeah. you know, it was so swollen. I couldn't even like sit on my heels. So trying yeah. to do like all the different ground stuff, like I couldn't yeah. do it. Um, and like I said, just my poor knee, just what it went through in that whole camp yeah. and everything. Like, yeah. I should have had like some recovery. But, and it, then but you camp. can't pass up can't, UFC because you might no. not get that call again, right? Right, exactly, exactly. So yeah. I'm like, well, I guess if you got someone, I'll be there. Yeah. So yeah, two months to the day from getting my meniscus removed, I had my UFC fight. Yeah. So that was a bummer. Wish I had a little more time yeah. in there. And then first, so I'd only told like, one girl from the Ultimate Fighter, like that, I had a bum knee. You know, I was kind of dealing with it, and then I saw at the one girl, the caddy girl that had switched mm. teams. I saw her making eyes with my opponent during mm. one of the meetings. Yeah. And then as soon as we come out the fight, we like touch gloves, and she kicks me right in the bat, uh, knee. just like straight kick to so it. She, I'm like, well, you know. Yeah, secret's not a, yep, not a very good secret. Secret's huh? not a very good secret. So. I was like, well, that changes this fight up because, yeah, that yeah. first kick just totally destroyed it. Um, and I was like, okay, well, yeah. this is Changes what's up. Changes whole game plan mm-hmm, and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was my front leg. So, you know, just right there to get yeah, kicked. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't, can't change hide it. it. Yeah. yeah. You can't just suddenly box right-handed, right? Right, right. I've been working <laughs> a lot on it since, Have that's you? for sure. <laughs> well, I think it was, was it Rocky two Rocky box right-handed. Because oh, yeah. to protect his eye. To protect his eye. Yep. Remember that? Yep. Yep. I should have. I should have switched dances. And yeah. I'm okay at right-handed, but not like UFC level. You know, like yeah. Sean is a pretty good striker. So I'm like, well, I better yeah. stay southpaw for this. Well, but. there's an advantage to being a southpaw too, or in boxing, I think so. because there's not as many. Not as many. You, know. you have to fight a different foot battle. That hook's yeah. coming from the other side. Like, yeah, they 
the things are just a little bit different. Yeah. I think it's, I like it. I, yeah. I enjoy being a Southpaw for yeah. sure. And it's such a cool thing. I always tell my daughter, she's my youngest daughter's left handed. I call oh, her yeah. Southpaw. Southpaw, yeah. And that's always really cool, you know. Mm -hmm. the, the, I've, of course, if you go back to Rocky when he's walking around, you've seen all the Rockies, I see. Yeah. When he's walking on the ice, explaining to yeah. Adrian why they call him Southpaw because it's south towards Jersey. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> made no sense, you know, what Rocky right. was saying, but I always think of that, you know. Yep. When So when I do that when I was a kid, when my kids were learning how to skate, and I'm, they're I'm walking around with them, and so I immediately start telling them the rock, you know, why they call them a southpaw. Yeah, just because I feel like, you know, I feel a, you know, my life a revolves. Moment. This is my a moment. life revolves around movie scenes. You know? <laughs> I get that. I'm yeah. a quoter. I'm a quoter for sure. <laughs> especially, yeah. especially Rocky. Yeah, and if it fits, use it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when did you decide you were retiring? About five years ago was your last fight. Was yeah. that, that wasn't your last fight though? Was it the, the one with the knee? No, nope. Um, I, f I had a Sparta tournament after that in Colorado, yeah. and then my last fight was actually a boxing fight in Deer Lodge no. in 2017 when they did it the first time for the fair. Yeah, that was outside, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah. yep. And that was a super fun fight. That was a great one. Um, I think it was after that that I tried to have an MMA fight in Butte, um, and then we had some opponent issues. One yeah. opponent got hurt. One opponent backed out. Um, I had My knee was just not doing good at all. had a terrible camp, and I tweaked it like a couple of weeks before yeah. the fight and it's just just wasn't in my stars um and that's where I kind of decided uh it was getting to the point where it wasn't fun and I've always just said as soon as fighting is not fun anymore I'm not yeah. going to do it um because like that camp I was just stressing about my knee the whole time yeah. trying to fight through an injury the whole time uh anxious you know like I do have anxiety and mm. stuff you know and I just I'm like what if my knee doesn't can't do what I needed yeah. to do and what if I do get knocked out because my knee is not moving my body where I need it to or whatever you know just all these things were yeah just going through my yeah. head and it just I wasn't in a good mental space and it was just unenjoyable at that time yeah. so it's like well this is where we're at least taking our taking our little break and yeah. and do another did life. you call it a retirement or did you I didn't you no. just you just were stopping just, for a while. yeah just didn't didn't get matchups for a while yeah. um didn't didn't think I was retired, didn't uh, consider it a retirement. Um, just, yeah, needed uh, some time to reassess life and decide if that's what's fun anymore and yeah. um, what we were going to do. And we're kind of switching gyms over in Bozeman a little bit. And, uh, yeah, just a weird yeah. transition time of life. Yeah, and it, right around that time you met Shay, how, how, was it a little bit before that then? Um, yeah, so, so, <laughs> Shane and I met a long time ago, actually, oh, we were really? on a fight card together. Okay, uh, so you, you did meet through the, through the fights? Through fights, yep, yeah. we were on a fight card together in Anaconda, they had the ones in the Washoe, um, in the park, okay. in the yeah. baseball field. Um, I was supposed to be, like, main event, and then somebody pulled out, so, so they asked Shay if he wanted to fight twice that night, if he went through his first fight and didn't get hurt, if he would like to fight again. <laughs> he said yes. So then they ended up putting him as like the la the first fight and the last fight yeah. to give him enough time in between. So then I'm like, well, who's this guy that's, that's taking my spot? That's probably not ideal. Yeah, Yeah, right? Who's the guy taking my spot? Yeah, and, jerk, uh, huh? yeah so then he finished both of his fights in like the first minute of the first round. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, who's that kid? Yeah. And then I finished my girl in like the first the first round you know with like a tko yeah and he's like oh who's that girl and we we just met at that point you know and uh like okay that's a, obviously know, you got a fighter, lot in common good fighter yeah. yeah we both fight and just knew each other like through fights and through fight cards and brian deets runs fight force so yeah. we're always like at the fight force you know events together and stuff and um 
Yeah. This message is brought to you by Anode Designs here in Anaconda. Hi, this is Blake, sports broadcasting legend and Golden Tee Golf semi-professional. During my time as a world-renowned sports broadcaster, covering all 12,348 Montana schools over my 21 years on the job, I've seen and heard it all. But nothing compares to the Buttecast. Don't take it from me. Take it from a formerly employed disc jockey turned shrewd corporate shill. Tell you all about it. Hi, Paul Panisco here. Over my time in broadcasting, Blake is easily in the top 120 broadcasters I've ever heard call a high school volleyball match before. And forget about being the best voice ever in Anaconda High School streaming service history. He's also his family's all-you-can-eat buffet eating champion. Ha <laughs> ha! Embellishment is the word of the day, kids. And there's nobody who embellishes facts and figures quite like our boy Billy here on the Buttecast. Mr. Foley is doing a fine job letting all of us outsiders learn about the trials and tribulations of the second or third greatest city here in Montana, our baby brother Butte. And because he's doing such a fine job, let us tell you of another who does fine work in your fair city, John and company at 5518 and Big City in Uptown Butte. They can customize any wearable garments you can imagine, except the thongs and unmentionables Billy wears. That's all us here at Anode Designs. If your company is needing embroidery in a jiffy, call on us here at Anode Designs. We know you can't get it in a week anywhere else, but we can. And all jokes aside, cue your Bears and Red Sox takes. That's no embellishment. And we we had him on our overtime show on the radio one time. Yeah. And he has an incredible story growing up. He didn't have yeah. an easy life growing up. No. And he's much. just an incredible, incredible guy. You would never. Overcome everything. Yeah. Sorry. Totally interrupted you there. No, yes, that, I was done. Yeah. Because yeah, oh. he's just what a great person that, that yeah. they turned out to be. Right. And just a, a great story. Yeah, you would never expect it from him, from meeting him, yeah. you know, I never would have thought, you know, but he definitely, like, he grew up in foster care, you know, was yeah. in, like, 12 different homes um, yeah. from f- age four till when he was adopted at age 16. Um, yeah, had a lot of rough, rough times, you know, he was yeah. a heavier set kid back in the day. Oh, was he? Yeah. I can't, I can't picture him as a heavy set kid. I wish I could find the picture. He was he like. he is chiseled now. I know, right? Yeah. He was, like, five foot one and 210 pounds. Wow. Like, yep. Grumpy, angry kid. Yeah. yeah. Just a lot the world was against him. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and you know, at that point in life, you know, you have you have two routes you can take. You can take the victim route and oh my life is this way because of this or you can take the higher route and like I don't want my life to be like this, so I'm gonna be better. Yeah. Um and that's the route he chose and it's a route that he he goes by every single day, you know. He yeah. always wants to be better, do better, um, yeah, he's he's an amazing person. Like, yeah, it's tiring just watching him trying to keep up. You know, like. He, and is he still fighting quite a bit? Well, he fought um, two weeks ago in in Bozeman. He just yeah. took a a last minute boxing card and ended up being mm. the main event on it. Yeah. Um, uh, and had a really great fight. You know, really great showing. Yeah. Um, he's done a couple jujitsu tournaments in this past little bit. They had asked him about an MMA fight on this card next week, um, but right now we just don't have a lot of MMA training partners. So he's yeah. got to build up a little bit of an army yeah. to to be able to put you know that fight because yeah. it would have been a pretty decent opponent. So yeah. so I think he'll still be fighting. Um, I think he, he, it's hard for him to stay away too. Yeah. You know, yeah. especially he, when yeah. we're in it every day. Like we're yeah. we're training five days a week already. Yeah. You know, we're already in shape, so we don't have to get in shape. Now we just have to crisp things up. Yeah. So that's nice. Is he about the same age as you? Uh, he's a little younger. What is yeah. he? Thirty. Okay. 
Well, you, you're not much older than 30. 33. Oh, you're 33? Yeah. Oh, I was going to think I'm 31. You're a cougar. You're a cougar, Thank yeah. you yeah. for noticing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And how yeah. long have you guys been married? Um, two and a half years. Yeah. Yep. And the boy, Axel, is a year and a half? Year and a half. Uh, I should clarify. He's probably a little closer to two years. Yeah. He'll be two in January. I bet so. Shay's just an amazing dad. He's awesome. Yeah. He loves it. And that was always... He's... Uh, He's always had much more of a plan than me. I'm just like, let's just see what happens in life. And we'll just go with it. And <laughs> you weren't like, I got to have a baby by this date, second one by this date. No, yeah. no. Yeah. And neither was he. He just had stipulations before kids. Like, we want to be done with fighting before we have kids. We yeah. want to be done with, or at least trying to go big, you know, because yeah. um, it just takes too much time and energy. He's like, yeah. I want to be a dad. You know, when that time comes, I just want to be with my kid all the time, not having to, like, go to camp and go do whatever, like. You know, I want to be there, I want to be established, I want to have our yeah. our own place, you know, not living in our sponsor's basement, you know, having yeah. a kid or anything. And um, so we just, yeah, had all those those plans yeah. and it was time. And when did you guys move back to Butte? Um, April. We sold our house in February, I guess March. Yep, March. Right. March. And you opened the gym April 1st, you April said? April 1st. And what, do, first what do you call day? your gym? What is it? Copper City Combat Club. That's good. That's C4. Good. C4. Huh? Yeah. Um, and it's right been here great. on Galena Street. Right here on Galena nice Street. Gym. Yeah, it's got a nice little feel to it. I like yeah. it. And how many how many people have you had in here training? Um, we've probably got fifty members signed up nice. so far, um, and it just keeps growing. Um, like I said, we've already had quite a few people. Fighting. All ages, adults, all, ages. all adults, all the way down, to little kids. Yep, yep. You get the lowest is five to. Well, I think we've got sixty-five. Really? Yeah. Yeah, sixty-five. Um, awesome. We've got quite a few uh, college kids that have been coming in. You know, quite a few kids that are like interested in in fighting. Yeah. Eventually, we've got two other teammates actually on this card um, as well. So yeah. Uh, yeah, we've got a lot of people that have already been fighting and training and competing. And yeah, we we didn't think we would already be here, but you know, yeah. yeah, everyone's Doing just good. At the Seems bear. like you you guys were meant. This is what you're supposed to do, right? I think so. You know, I yep. can't think of you doing anything else. Right. Yep. <laughs> now, it, was, it was always the plan, you know, to move yeah. back to Butte, be closer to my family, and to open a gym. You know, like we've just, we've invested so many And you years. were in Bozeman? Is that where you were? In or? Bozeman, yeah. yeah. We are, our house was in Belgrade, but yeah, yeah. worked and trained out of Bozeman. Um, uh, and that was just always the plan, yep, to move back to Butte, be closer to my parents, open up a gym, be able to do what we love to do every single day, teach other people too, you know, like we yeah. could both just go down the the rabbit hole of fighting and yeah you know keep your hands up elbows in blah 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 you know i could just yeah rabbit Dude, is it tougher to watch someone fight who you coached than it is to fight yourself um i definitely think it's stressful yeah. Palm starts are you are you boxing in the corner yourself kind of moving sweating. i'm like i'm like leaning in go this way go this way <laughs> yeah you see wrestling coaches do that all the time yeah wrestling definitely in the chair. yep yep yeah like, you got this you got this well i can't imagine you you don't sit still anyway Right, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's tough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just you, you get so much invested in them, you know, as coaches. Yeah. You know, just like I just, I want you to do good. Like. Yeah. Give it your all. Keep trying. So. That's awesome. Yeah, and then um, right before, well, not right before we moved, a couple of years ago, Crone Gracie ended up moving over to Bozeman. Yeah. Um, and his grandfather basically like built jujitsu. You know. Um, Helio Gracie is uh -huh. like the the founder of jujitsu. Really? Um, so we've got you know just a second generation living in Montana, multiple 
black belt world champion like you know he's yeah. one of the best of the best so Shay was training with Crone a lot in the last couple of years and was one of his main sparring partners and training partners and stuff so Shay got a lot of really really good work in there with him yeah. so yeah Shay's done nothing but even just get better and better when we were retired yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we never stopped you know yeah. we were always training and doing yeah. stuff and uh, yeah you'll better. you'll be training Till the, Forever, till you take yep. your last breath, right? Yep, yep, yep. It's just, it's just in us, just who it is. Yeah. My mom was always uh, like, "What are you gonna do when you're done fighting? This isn't gonna be a, you know, forever <laughs> thing. What are you gonna do in your yeah. life?" And yeah. I'm like, "We'll be coaches." And she's like, "Is I don't know if that's how is it that works." A thing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, "Bam, <laughs> mom, look at us go." Yeah. <laughs> so your mom's probably pretty happy to see that you're back. Oh, not only you're doing something you love and yep. you're going to be able to make a living doing it. Right. But you're closer to home. Yep, closer to home. She gets to see, you know, her grandkid more. Axel gets to see his cousins more too, the other grandkids. Yeah. Um my nephew comes over and does boxing and jiu-jitsu here with us, my sister's kid. Yeah. Um so it's a little family affair. But yeah. It's nice. Yeah, it's yeah. real nice to have it. And they're very supportive, you know. They've come to a lot of the fights just that we've been coaching, you know, yeah. our teams or whatever. And no. I imagine they'll be there Saturday night. Yeah. They'll all be there. Will this be your first fight as Ariel O'Neill? Yeah. Wow. It will. Yep. I'm not sure what's going to happen. Yeah. Was that tough for you to change your name? Uh, no, it wasn't. Yeah. I think it's it, it it feels it's totally normal. It's weird to hear it announced at fight stuff. Yeah, because you know it's like Sunshine Beck is just usually like the thing, yeah. you know, and that's how Sunshine that's how everyone. Is that yep, that's yeah. my that's my fight name. So I'm like a race on the brand yeah. today. Um, but uh, so yeah, that's the only weird thing is like that. Yeah, it's just mm -hmm. always been Ariel Sunshine Beck, you know, as far yeah. as fighting. That's not an intimidating nickname. I know that's the way I like it. Yeah, I pull chakras. There's see? the uh, Mason Christian. He he won back to back state titles for beat high in wrestling. Okay. And his walk up song at matches was "Why Can't We Be Friends." <laughs> yeah. And it was one of the funniest things ever. And I love. I don't know if anybody else really got it, you know, but the irony of it all, you know, totally, you know, going out there to, and uh, and that's why he because he's he's a super smart kid and he's right, you know, right. really clever and and he thought of that song and. I just, I think I might have been the only person who even paid attention to the walk-up song. Oh, yeah. You know, other than, you know, him. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was great because everyone else is trying to, you know, boom, boom, Ta manzine, yep. you know. Mm -hmm. You know, you, the, you know, nicknames, are, yep. you know, they're, yeah, they're not right. meant, they're meant to intimidate. The skull crusher. Yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah, they're meant to intimidate. Yours is just more right. of a descriptive that probably yep. describes you. Right, right. Yeah. And it's like, I can't hide it. And everyone yeah. knows I'm going to be smiling and stuff, mm -hmm. so... If I, they called me Skull Crusher, it just wouldn't sound right, you know? <laughs> Sunshine just fits. Yeah. Girl who's going to smile at you while she punches exactly, you Exactly, yep. <laughs> I've always just been known because of my mouth guard. Like, when we went to uh, nationals when I was little, or not when I was little, when I was yeah, younger. younger. Um, uh, my first year nationals, so probably 2011 or 2012, and I came back the second day, and the girl was like, are you the girl with the purple mouth guard? <laughs> I'm like, maybe. She's like, oh, you were just smiling the whole time, so I just saw your purple <laughs> mouth guard in there. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to know so what go, color the mouth guard yeah, is, right? right? You're supposed to keep it's your like, mouth well, closed. I'm glad I was smiling. I'm yeah. say I look friendly. <laughs> yeah. So you, this isn't just a one-and-done kind of deal, this fight. You're planning on doing some more fights on I'd like own. to do some more, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, as long as it works. You know, like coaching. Coaching's the main thing now. Um, mm -hmm. And and obviously, you know, my kid is, is yeah. the main thing. So if the fights work and, you know, we can make it happen, sweet. Yeah. Um, it's not as big of a priority in my life. But I would, yes, at least like to have one MMA fight just to, just to show people. Yeah. And, yeah, like I said, we're always training and stuff. So yeah. why not? 
So is Axel going to be more like uh, his mom or his dad when he's in the ring fighting? I can just see him down the road. Uh, well, he's is he going to be going to call? Him, is he? So he might be the sunshine. For sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'll get after it though. He'll like he likes to beat the bags up, yeah. and yeah, he'll give him a little sidekick here and there. Yeah. As I unplug everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, it's a good crowd on. I think it's going to be good. At the Civic Center? I think it's going to be good. It's only, what, 25 bucks general mission? Something yeah, like that. I think so. 25 maybe 30 at the door. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think most of the tables are already sold. Good. Um, we sold all of our tables. You know, we've got five, six, seven tables going already. So really? So 70 people um, nice. that I know are going to be there. Um, so I think it's going to be a good crowd. You know, we've got a couple local fighters, you know, fighting on it again. Um a decent amount of local fighters, yeah. like well-known ones and stuff. So um, I think it's going to be a big card. Yeah, and of course you're the main event. Main event. Coming. Save the best for last. Yeah, you got. Is that fun being the main event? Is that? Or is it, is it making? Would you rather get it out of the way? It's love hate because I yeah. do enjoy like the last. You know, like you know, they thought yeah. that I was worthy of yeah. being last, and you know, that's usually when the crowd's the most pumped and everything. Yeah. Um, but it's also nice to just get it out of the way and be able to enjoy the rest yeah, of the fight. Yeah, because you're nervous the whole time. Right, right. You're nervous. You don't want to watch too much and get your you know energy up and down yeah. and up and down and you know you don't want to like be cornering your teammates and be like oh my gosh well like you know yeah. a little energy so up. So you just kind of stay back in the locker room. Yeah, try listen to, to music and. Yep, just stay as chill as possible for as what, long as possible. What kind of music do you go to? Anything. Really? Yeah, anything. Do I listen to before or am I walking out to? You're listening to before. Yeah. Just saying. I've got my one playlist, you know, but it's a variety. Yeah. It's just the songs that just speak to my soul. Yeah. Yeah. What's the, the walkout song? Uh, Living Dead Girl by Rob Zombie. Okay. Rob Zombie. Yeah. That's I thought it should be. Nice fit. choice. Thanks. Yeah. Um, it's like a, you know, murderer's row uh, yeah. and stuff. I thought it was an appropriate time to pull out some Rob Zombie. That's an intimidating kind of walk-up song. Yeah. The first one, right? Yeah. It's kind of in the middle. Yeah, because I can still smile to it. I think. I hope. <laughs> I hope because I'm going to be. So well, yeah, you're going to smile. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're. Yeah. Always smiling. Right. Cannot. Yeah. Well, Ariel, I appreciate your time. I've taken up an hour, seven minutes of your time so far. <laughs> All right. And you were always our favorite guest on Overtime. Oh, especially thank Thatcher's. You. Thatcher. As you said, Thatcher, you got the the smiling blonde-haired <laughs> girl who likes to punch people. Right. So, so JT was immediately in love with you. We can relate. Yeah. Yeah. He he he's, he uh, he was wishing he was uh, you know forty years younger. Right. Right. <laughs> well, thank you, John. Cause, I'm cause, flattered. Because then he would have had to fight Shay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. I would love to see it. Yeah. I would love to see it. Yep. That'll always be a, a fight for the making. Thatcher yeah. versus Shay. <laughs> yeah. Thatcher versus anybody. Yeah. That's yeah. Worth watching. Right. But uh, well, well, good luck this this weekend. Hopefully, you. Well, I know you're gonna get a win because that's what you Got do. This. Yep. You're gonna get a win and uh, have fun and. Thank you. And uh, I can't wait to watch uh, you guys fight again, and I can't wait to see that little boy. Ooh, yeah, fighting. he's awesome. Because you know, dang well, he's gonna be a fighter, right? He's gonna have no choice. She's already like he's gonna be in the wrestling room. He's already. Yeah. You know, we've already got little baby gloves yeah. for him. No choice. That's awesome. Yeah, he's gonna do it. Well, thanks, Ariel. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. It was super great to talk to you. You too.